tattoos. Legs. Make it legit. You don't need face tattoos. Now you need to be legit. All the SoundCloud mumber rappers have face tattoos. Face tattoos, just gold thing. teeth. Yep. Face tattoos, grills. Not even no gold teeth. grills. Right, just just grills. the most ridiculous grill Stupid you can think grills. of. Yeah. Diamond grills. Like and chain. I gotta have my <laughs> my dread weave in. Your what? Your dread weave. Dread, dread weave. weave. Oh shit, I forgot I turned off the stream deck so I can't add random sounds into our podcast. <laughs> I um I've been meaning to check that out. I remember when I linked it to you and you said you bought it, but I haven't actually taken a peek at it. So maybe I, like I it. will in a little bit. I am a fan. Does it work with like transitions and stuff? Yeah. Oh, I have it set to go through. Can you program the buttons? Yeah. You can. Not only can you program a button, you can actually program one of the buttons to be a folder that opens up two more buttons. Whoa. So you can be like, this is our folder for streaming. This is our folder for recording. This is our folder for masturbation. This is our folder for <laughs> what? What? You don't need a folder for that. <laughs> you need a hand. It's a button that brings a robot over that dispenses lotion. The jerk off robot. That's a thing. What? There's a sex ro- machines are a thing. No, sex I mean robot? there's literally just a robot. I've that seen one. Think jerks you off and blows you or something. I don't, I don't know. know. I saw. A different I- I'll sex try robot. and link the video. It's they sync the Japanese, of course, have synced this thing up with like a VR headset to make like a full blown like sex VR. Sex and VR experience. Full blown. Tell me more, Nate, about the websites you subscribe to. How are they <laughs> sex robots? <laughs> oh, Dave, come here real quick. I need to get up. I wanted you to see... Bullshit! Hurry, oh, quick. Oh, no. <laughs> see, oh, yeah. What was it a little dick wave? No, I was going to show you the fact that when Nate talks, here's me and you talking. Right. And then when Nate talks, Nate, start talking. Hello. What did you do today? <laughs> I woke up and I ate McDonald's. I can't even see it! I know! <laughs> <laughs> The thing is, I, in my oh, head, you know why? Right now it doesn't help because the things move too. Yes. Well, in my head, I'm talking at normal volume. I fear if I talk any louder, I will be I will be like shouting. See, I was gonna say show it a little. Yeah. <laughs> I can project. Actually, I can project. Patients at my job. There's a waiting area with like a hallway that goes around to the front desk. So waiting area, front desk, hallway in front of the desk goes all the way back into the clinic. I will walk towards the waiting area from the hallway, and I will say something like, Johnson, patient gets up, they turn around, and they look at the front desk when I'm down the hall, and I'm like, (laughs) Johnson, and then they see me, they're like, oh, sorry, I thought you were over here. I'm like, maybe I have a hidden talent for throwing my voice. I have no problem projecting my voice. I do that in classes all the time, but... It's still We had class in a decade. No, I haven't taught a class in forever. You, him. What? You, yeah. him. Oh. He's talking about dicks. Do exactly. I make like a, t- if he makes a big penis wave, do I make a tiny penis wave when you I You make no wave. <laughs> no waves at all. <laughs> Just flat. Just... A dead fish in the right, microphone. You're like, you're like <laughs> the EKG. <laughs> you actually kept that at one note pretty well. It was almost completely Man, I got, I got tones and ranges you don't even know about. Oh, that was creepy. <laughs> <laughs> now Chris is over there being a sound analyzer. I can't help it. You look at this. We've never made a, a good dick wave, by the way. I guess we did. If your dick looks like that, I'm so yeah. sorry. <laughs> my, dick, my dick got problems. Imagine the wave just went... Because <laughs> I got issues. Really big shaft going to nothing. Shitty oh. waves. <laughs> The ultimate dick wave would be creating a dick wave saying the word dick wave. 
and then getting it tattooed on yourself. <laughs> That's a stretch goal for extra life right there. Can you get... No, you're going to get the sound wave of... I was thinking about dicks for a second. <laughs> uh, office. Wow, I can't believe you put that on there for me. Thank you. Oh, I'm actually interested. Yeah? Yeah. Do you, do you not understand it? You just want to know more? No. It was one of those things where, like, I could read this, or Dave could explain it like I'm five. <laughs> uh, speaking of me being five, um, well, Podcast first... is now five hold, years old. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> hello and welcome to another episode of Space Time Talk. <laughs> I'm your host, Chris, with... <laughs> Try again. <laughs> Magic Keyboard says I'm your host, Chris, with... Dave! And... Nate. God damn it, Nate. <laughs> Dave! Nate. Um, <laughs> Did that 100% on purpose. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, like I was saying, speaking of being a five-year-old, um, Kim and I had breakfast at Denny's. And if either of you saw my Facebook or Instagram post, oh. I got I don't follow you on a Instagram. collectible cup. I don't cup. follow anybody on Instagram, except butts. There's like two Suicide buttons. Suicide Girls? No. Nah. Oh, okay. Two other buttons. Um, I, uh, <laughs> I got a collectible cup for Solo. For Solo at Denny's? The lid is a Millennium Falcon. And the cup, you get a choice between... Is this a kid's cup? Yes. <laughs> I knew it right away! He has a picture of him drinking from this kid's cup, and he doesn't use his hands. The cup is on the table, and he's just down like this, <laughs> staring at the camera. <laughs> I, I got the Lando cup. <laughs> you got... It was... Between Lando, Chewie, uh, Daenerys Targaryen's character, and fake Han Solo. Uh, and of course I went with Lando, which, as you can see on the shelf to the right of me, I have two bobbleheads of new Lando. I uh, skip a bunch of bobbleheads. You gotta... I see them oh, yeah, I see over them. in the corner. They're chilling in the back. Yerp. Don't say it like that. I didn't put them in the back. They're in the back. They're in the, the front of the shelf. <laughs> the that, no, there's no bus on that shelf. They're towards the front of the shelf in the back. In the back for me, relative to me. So, if I were here's the fun, not fun thing, <laughs> I guess. So you look at, you think Starbucks. about all that stuff, like oh, had to, black people were told they had to sit on the back of the bus. Yeah. Where is the best place to sit on the school bus? The back. The back of the bus. Right, but that's a school bus. I know. Not for me. I always sat over the wheels on purpose. You like getting bumped? Yeah. He likes to feel the vibrations. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you actually like sitting on the? You know what it was? It was because you, could, you had like that little shelf thing you could put your feet up on. I've always been well, a big that, kid. That shelf thing. Our was bus driver would purposefully go over speed bumps like as fast as he could to send kids flying in the air. Wow. So physics. I'm pretty sure like several concussions. No, no, that's just physics. That's a bus occurred. driver teaching physics. Yeah, physics will also he's cause qualified. concussions. <laughs> he's, he's qualified. That's why he's the bus driver, not the physics teacher. <laughs> He's qualified. Qualified. Why don't you want to let me write anything, motherfucker? Because it doesn't like you. Is it plugged in? Well, I mean, it's Have like... Have you tried turning it off and on? Is your scroll lock turned on? Why would that affect... No. No, your document is set to read only right now. Where do you see that? Top right. No, it's in editing mode. Oh, wow. That's weird. I can delete things, Google but I can't is broken. not delete things. You can't undelete. <laughs> I can't undelete things. I can't create. Control Z. What is that going to do? Nothing. Nothing. That's undo. It's the shortcut for undo. I wonder if it is because it's... Let me see if... No, for some reason it just won't let me type anything. This is where we put the technical difficulty music until you... 
This is a really good opportunity. All right, there we go. I got it. This is for what? A really good opportunity to use the stream dock for technical difficulty music. It would be. You're correct, though. All right, I think I got to work. It might be because I'm casting. We'll see. Let's see. Oh, up here to the TV. <laughs> yeah, for some reason it won't let me edit while I'm casting. That's that weird. is a new bug, though, right? Yeah, because I've be been able to. to in the past. Hmm. Well, I'll just add it in my head because I know what I want to talk about, and I'm pretty sure you guys haven't even watched any of it anyway. Neither of you watch Rampage, right? Nope. Nope. Neither of you watch Lost in Space, right? Nope. All right, cool. Those topics are going to be held when our, my, when our friend Tyler, a.k.a. Hollow Boy, Hollow boy. Hollow boy. boy. Who has streamed with us in the past. Hollow boy. Uh, is feeling better. Yeah, boy. <laughs> so for now, I will say, I thoroughly enjoyed Rampage. Yeah. It was a really fun movie. I heard some shit about a mouse. I haven't seen the movie. Stop. Don't. No, you don't want spoilers? You don't want spoilers for Rampage? That I will seem see like a the movie. movie. Okay, cool. Here's the thing. Movie Pass. It's fantastic. While, while being a fantastic service, requires you to be at the theater for it to work. And in the last five years, I have fandangoed the shit out of everything, buying tickets online, reserving my seat online. There's one. There's one theater that they just Harvard emailed East. me about, right, in the city that lets you buy tickets online. Until they have that agreement with all the theaters, it's going to be tough for me to continue to use their service. I might cancel. Really? Yeah. Oh, I wasn't because expecting that. Because I use Fandango so much. Well, it's just Fandango's easy just and convenient. Easier, easier and simpler service. If you order tickets through it Movie Pass... It wouldn't be a problem if reserved seating hasn't exploded over the last two years. Yeah. Now every theater near us does reserved seating. It used to be just like, you show up and you pick your seat and you sit your butt in it. And then, you know, first come, first serve. Yep. And I like that. But then, I, I don't know, I guess people use the justification that, oh, you can, you know... You reserve your you seat. You guarantee your seat. You guarantee it. And then you can just show up when you want. So if you show up 20 minutes late after all the previews, which you don't care about. <clears throat> and that's that's why I'm, I... So I like <clears throat> I like movie pass. I like getting there on time. I like being the first one in line. And I like yeah. claiming my seat, getting a good seat, because I was first. And now it's like, I don't know, they took that away from me. But I also like to yep. not have to be there an hour ahead of time for brand new movies sometimes. I don't that's mind. True. It's a trade-off. I mean, it's part of the experience for me. I enjoy it's it. It's a trade-off for the I, movie theaters. Is nothing but a bonus because now they can justify simply charging more for seating. They are offering though. you reserved seats. The reserved seat isn't didn't increase the price of tickets at all. I think tickets this are slowly true, increasing. But I, they're I slowly remember going there being up like eleven dollars five years ago down to thirteen. The well, I just got one Friday for ten something. If you remember before, like. Our generation really started going to the movies on our own. Movie theaters were practically dead. Nobody went to the movies to see movies. Except, like, unless it was really good and they heard about it from a friend. Or, you know, they went there with their kids to go Networking. see something cool that came out. But now it's like, we go to the movies to see stuff that we want to watch. And we go in massive droves. I mean, there are people wrapped around movie theaters in lines to see premieres of things like superhero movies and stuff like that now. So yeah, I think movies as a medium. The movie from... the demand for movies has gone up and with that we will eventually see an increase in tickets. Now will it have the sort of video game effect where it's like the demand for games goes up but the price stays consistent because if they charge any more than that they know people won't buy them. Well, that's the thing. I think so, movies yeah. are at that point. I don't think they can get much more expensive before before people are like I'm not spending $20 on a ticket to see a movie. 
Yeah. I still think that needs to be looked into, the cost of games, because that was set 10 years ago by Xbox. Yeah. PlayStation games, brand new games, were at the most thirty nine ninety nine. PlayStation 1. Yep. And then I'm okay with ga- video games being 60 bucks. The occasional game, like the Final Fantasies and the the big RPGs that are multiple discs, would be 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. And then Xbox 360 dropped, and at that time, they were the first Gen 5, Gen 4 console, mm-hmm. uh, and they set the price at $60, and it's just stayed there for, mm-hmm. for retail. Well, 60 bucks has become what we would consider industry standard now, and that's oh, the problem. Oh, you also have to remember how much were Nintendo games back when yeah. the NES is, came out. Well, yes, that's true, but I can. that's also when, you know... When games were just... When they were scarce to begin with. Right, and they were first entering people's homes. Yes, they were first entering people's homes, and they're scarce. So, yes, the price is going to be high. Then as more and more games started coming out, price structures between different companies and different publishers began to fluctuate. And then Xbox kind of set the industry standard of every AAA game priced at sixty dollars, no matter what. And or some companies, wait a year, get the game of the year it's edition for twenty six, bucks. It's not always sixty recognize, bucks. Like, uh, yes. was it Rare Replay? Rare yes. Replay was, I think, thirty or forty. Right. Yes. There are some titles that yeah. that wouldn't fit that mold, they'll, but I wouldn't call Rare Replay a AAA yeah. game. They'll differentiate. About? There are multiple AAA games in that game. Yes. No. But there, there's a different... Banjo-Kazooie was a AAA slight, game at its that's time. That's still a collection of games. There's it's not a brand new There's variances game. from the pricing structure, but the question that people have asked for a long time in the industry is, are we doing this because... You know, it's the way to maximize profit. We can't possibly charge more than $60 for a game where people just won't buy it. I think in some scenarios, if games were less expensive, they would make yes. more money. Or, you know, should we adapt a more fluid price model again where we're charging based on what we think we're giving a customer? Because that also begs the question of, would games then cost more than that? Because a lot of companies keep complaining, we can't make back our budget, we can't make back what we spend on this game by only selling $60, so we'll throw in a bunch of extra crap that service. you have to buy. They throw in the service aspect. Yes, they aspect. throw in the service aspect, a bunch of extra crap that you have to buy separate, or that you buy just to play the game, and that justifies us, you know, that helps us make up the rest of the money. Say or stuff that you actually don't need to buy, but because you play For, the game, you want to buy it. Yeah. As far is, is turning into games as a service with all their content. As far as I'm concerned, my personal opinion on this is, if sixty dollars is the industry standard because that's what people will purchase a game at, that is generally what the most people will spend money on is that sixty dollar purchase. I can accept that. Then, if your game but can't it, survive on those individuals buying at sixty dollars alone, it doesn't deserve to succeed at that point. If you have to throw in I extra crap that. in your game, if you have to put stuff behind paywalls. That. Then your game doesn't ex- deserve to succeed. Well, I mean, ignoring that if stuff. If you sell you a pie use... for sixty dollars and take a slice out and tell me it's still worth sixty dollars. In yes. those cases, I can understand people's issue with it. But when there are games that like there is six in what is considered a full game, a full sixty dollar launch title. Parker. But there are t- games that, amazing as they are, don't make their money back. Yeah. Either because one bad review, one review somebody really stuck with, or some stupid shit that happened during launch. Um, launch issues can't kill a game. I mean, hell, launch issues are just but the fact that the game is fucking Halo Master Chief Collection is still broken. But therein lies the incentive. Therein lies the incentive for game designers checking out the sign of Valhalla and publishers to do better. <clears throat> if you take the proper time to test your game and to launch your game and to QA everything, then you should be able to mitigate those launch issues. The problem is, is publishers want that game out to market on a certain date, 
So developers have to cut corners and comply with those demands, and that's why you end up with launch issues. That's why you end up with buggy. Unless issues. you're Santa Monica Studios. <laughs> no, they still have launch issues. It's just that you can't read text. Right. <laughs> but it's like, if you want to put out a good game that's worth 60 bucks, and do that. Stop complaining that we didn't get the next Call of Duty to market in time, so now nobody's going to like Call of Duty anymore. People already don't like it. The people who like it are going to continue to buy and play it. Speaking Make of a Call game of Duty, that can survive on $60. Speaking of Call of Thank Duty. Thank you. I forgot to add that. Uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 4 has been confirmed by a lot of sources as having no campaign. I realize. That better not be $60. Well, one, it better not be $60. No champagne! $60? Two, it's a crying fucking shame to me. Okay. Of the last three three Call of Duty games, have you played the campaign? No. Did you pay full price for them? No. (laughs) Did you pay full price for them? No. Did you pay more than full price for some of them? No. How much did you pay for the one that had the Modern Warfare remake? I... The last... Third last, I traded in my console... And my special edition console came with the game. That still counts as buying at full price. No, it doesn't. Kinda. No, I didn't trade in my console. I returned it and refunded it for full price. Oh, that's right. I forgot you were within a nice... Yeah, within a nice window. So, you bought the game new. I might have bought the one that came with Modern Warfare. You bought the game new. Right. Okay. Was it not at its full launch price? I think the limited edition had to be the only new one I bought because I remember that one came with Modern Warfare. Right. I was going to say, because I'm not going to count any of it like, oh, I didn't pay full price because I traded things in. Because you're still technically buying the game new at full price. Um, no, and then the the one, two out of three I didn't pay full price for. The one I got with my console, the one that came with Modern Warfare Remastered, mm-hmm. I did buy because it came with my old, my, my childhood. <laughs> and the last one I used a $50 off coupon to buy. From GameStop. I'm still counting that as you buying it. No, because I paid... You wouldn't have bought it if you Actually, had... no, I got it for free, because it was on sale for $10 off, and I had a $50 off coupon. <laughs> I remember, I paid, like, tax. All right, fine. You didn't buy them full. Them. One of the last three. <laughs> Did you play this the single player on any of those? On the remaster, yes. Yeah, I'm ignoring that, because that no! you had to pay extra money for to get to begin with. Yeah. You had to pay twenty dollars to play a game that is anybody uh, that people would have spent sixty bucks to play that game. Probably. Um, so you may or may not have spent sixty dollars on a game. Thirty-three percent. That you only played, yeah, however much of. No, I did it thirty-three percent of the time. I did it one out of three times. God damn it. <sighs> Basically, what I'm example. trying to say is they're going to release a game with just the part that you play, and you're not going to buy it first day if it's sixty bucks. Hell no. What if it's 50 bucks? Hell no. 40 bucks. Think about it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So to you, single player is worth $20. Yeah. Okay. If, If both parts of the pie are equal, yes. But if it's a game like Overwatch. See, that's a hard thing to do. With no campaign, I can still justify $60 for that game. Well, now you definitely can. On top of All what the they gave you to begin even with, even at launch, it was, yeah. it was a fine sixty dollars purchase. I was fine with. You know, I I bought that game twice. You can't. You, like, we've all bought that game twice. <laughs> yeah, there's no rule that that sets it up, and like you can just use on everything. It's, Actually, it's hold so on. Let me let case. me pause that. We have all bought the game itself twice. We've probably bought the game in money we've spent on that game many times. Yeah. We own Xbox. <laughs> No, I've done it on PC too. I I I bought every skin for every character pretty much, 
on Xbox and you didn't year one, except for the last event, the Christmas event. Yeah, I I still do the I do the boxes on um, PC. And then year of the rooster came around when I was building my PC. Mm-hmm. All right, let's actually get into some real new. Actually, have we nothing? Well, we yeah. bounced around a little. I was bit. gonna say we can talk about the one thing that we don't have too much on, <coughs> um, but G-O-W? first impressions because both of you got some got to see some hands you on. actually got we hands both on, got some right? hands on. Okay. Yep. With the new God of War. Um, Actually, I'm not sure if Nate played it. I forget. Only I one it, of us has a PlayStation. Uh, yep. But. And I didn't get God of War yet. <laughs> what's wrong with you? He's still I'm playing Watch Dogs. Finishing Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, yeah, he told me about Watch that. Dogs and too. I made fun of him for that. They're both fun games. Especially because I, I told him you're prepping for Watch Dogs 3. That is going to be announced at E3. Probably. <laughs> that on the prediction sheet. So, God of War, first impressions. Good game. Good of war. <laughs> Good of war. Good of war. Great of war. Really yes. polished. Um, I'm not a fan of the upgrade system. God of War's never had an upgrade system like this. Is it too RPG for you? A little too RPG for my God of War. Yeah. The enemies have health bars. It's an RPG. <laughs> so in old school God of War games, you collect souls and orbs um, and fragments of things for upgrades, similar to like Zelda. You know, you get a fragment. It was of very heart. God of War. Of, or, sorry, I said God of War. It's very Devil May Cry yes. upgrade system. <laughs> yeah, you use um, fragments of things to upgrade your, your meters, whether it's health or Spartan Rage meter. You collect enough fragments, three or four normally, of something, and then you get a, a percentage increase. <clears throat> That's still a thing. But to upgrade like your attacks or unlock new attacks or combos, you used to just have to spend the orbs you got for killing enemies. And now... You actually have a currency, a resource that you spend on at least gear upgrades. The only ability upgrades I came across while playing were story related. Like at one time I threw my axe into the water and I uh, retrieved it. And I woke up the fucking world serpent and it upgraded my axe. (laughs) This is early in the game. Yes. But I came across the shop and the shopkeeper allows you to buy or upgrade armor. But in doing so it costs your, your currency, your money. Enemies drop money. And I heard finding the guys that do those upgrades is not that hard. Right. They, you run across them a good bit of time. Right. And there's a fast travel system so that you can you can basically TP back to a shopkeeper. Mm-hmm. But you can't go back to right where you came from, I don't think. Uh, so okay. you have to travel back to where you tp It's all through these various gates right. in the game. It's like a way gate. But, so uh, do you think they, they're handling the switch from... Greek mythology to Norse? Norse. Yeah, they even touch on it in the very beginning. Um, they don't give you a whole lot of reasoning as to why you are there, but basically... The events of 1 through 3 have happened. Yes. Okay. It's a continuation. <clears throat> um, they acknowledge that within the first hour, <clears throat> that, okay. that you are Kratos, god of war. Um, but you are literally in, like you said, embedded in Norse mythology as opposed to Greek or Roman, or whatever, you you know, however many gods you've killed in the past. <clears throat> At this point, you've killed Ares, you've killed Zeus, you've killed Hercules, like, you've killed Hades, Hercules, you've killed, Hercules. yeah, yes. everybody. So, game starts, your wife has died. Which, <laughs> for Kratos, not something new. Power for the course. <laughs> right. Wife's dying, just... Kind of happens. Batting over two on one. Batting over two, right? <laughs> two. At least he's still got the kid. He's got a kid, right? He's got a young boy. Is it? Well, his he kept that name, one alive. Named Atreyu. 
Atreus. His name's like Arteus. Arteus. But if the S is silent, it's Atreus. So Atreus is his son. Oh, it is 100% his son. Like, actually. Yes, his son. He calls him father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, Wife dies. You build a funeral pyre for the wife. In doing so, she, for whatever reason, designated the trees that she wanted to be used for a funeral pyre. And it kicks off the revolution. Well, it kicks off something. You, by cutting down the trees that she marked, opened a barrier that she had because she had some kind of power. Maybe she was a a witch of some kind or had some kind of Norse magic. Now, this is where I'm going to be quiet because I have spoiled the shit out of this game for me because I know I won't touch it for over a year. Well, she had a barrier up protecting you and your family in these woods that you were living in. The pyre that you create to burn her as she, after she's died, you cut down wood that breaks, very plot armory, but breaks the dome that she had up to protect you, which allows someone, you don't know who, I don't know who, his name was just Mysterious Stranger. That was his, his name, like his help bar. Stranger was, was like the stranger, style. right. Oh, yes. Um, you have a pretty awesome, like, five-stage, 45-minute boss fight with him. Like, he gets thrown oh, through wow. a house. Like, you smash him with a rock, you think he's dead, and then he comes back. It's like DBZ if the characters can Do you fly. start with... It is, like, very DBZ. <laughs> Do you start with your Mjolnir axe yet? Yes. yes. Okay, cool. The frost axe or Frost axe, right. Um, you fight the stranger. Kratos kills him. He snaps his neck after a brutal, like, 30 to 45-minute boss fight. And then I'm on my way. So that's funny because, uh, Greg Miller... Huge, huge fan of this game. Already came out like the day that they lifted the uh, embargo. Um, he went online and been, before they did an actual episode of any podcast or whatever, he was like, "This at this point in the year is my game of the year, and it is one." He has never been a God of War fan. <laughs> Just I was, and that's why I'm like taking. I really take what he's saying to heart because yeah. I've never been a fan of these God games. God of War, right? Um, but he, one thing he had continuously said over and over again about that first boss battle was that it felt like the best superhero fight he's ever seen. Right. The comic superhero fight he's ever seen put the like actual game. Right, and like like I said, like you smash the stranger with this giant rock, you think he's dead, you walk away, and then he's like, Nope, not dead. Oh, wow. And he like recharges <clears throat> his health, he like powers up very almost DBZ style. <laughs> uh, and then you like trigger your Spartan rage and then Kratos powers up back. Ugh. And then it ends with Kratos like with him in a rear naked choke. He's like wiggling away. There's some dialogue exchange, a little bit of story, and you realize that he might be possessed by whoever's actually fighting you. So that someone else is like pulling the strings on okay. this guy who's fighting you. He's like a puppet, and then Kratos snaps his neck, throws him off the cliff. Cool. I ran into one other story character who was a witch, and this is how I know that the events have happened as well is because uh, you're teaching your son some things. In the very beginning of the game you hunt an elk and then a little further along you meet the world serpent and then you... I mean, it might be before you meet the world serpent. It is before. Um, and then you hunt a boar. Hunting the boar leads you to meet this wild witch of the west. <laughs> Hilda the bitch. I don't Hilda know if you bitch. saw this part, Nate. Yes. But she, um, Hilda bitch. She's helping to save this like mystic boar. She tells you to get some ingredients Son leaves to go start looking for ingredients, and before you get the chance to go out and do it yourself, she says, I know who you are. I know you're not supposed to be here. I'm like, what? <laughs> so, obviously, Kratos is Kratos, and Kratos has transferred from whatever timeline or mythos he was in before. Does he the... remember it? 
I they don't acknowledge it. Okay, so maybe it's just it might be something that never gets touched on, or it's it could be something that happened to him that mm-hmm. someone did to him that he's yeah. unaware of. Well, I think it's more I'm of a sorry. transition between you spent the last however many games fighting the entire Greek pantheon, the main three, three and a half. Fighting the entire Greek pantheon, <laughs> there was some PSP taking, games in there too. Yes, taking them apart, Those you all know, count as half. piece by piece, destroying the Earth, I believe, the entire planet, destroyed like twice because of this, completely. Um, and you having to go back in time to retcon like half the shit you did just to keep Kratos alive, who ends up committing suicide at the end of the third game anyway. Right. And then, you know, now he's in this place, Midgar. Which, in Norse mythology, is just Earth. It's just planet Earth. Right, yeah. So the fact that they call it Midgar kind of throws me off, because I thought, like, maybe he's in, like, a Mount Olympus-style thing where just the gods live. Or, you know, but then they call it Midgard. so where... The big question of the game is, where is he? How did he get there? And well, then, of course, the Midgar, bigger question is, like, who is his son going to be by the end of the game? <laughs> what? I laugh, because I know. Uh, <laughs> no. He sounds the bad guy. That's that's why I say I'm not saying anything. Gotcha. Um, it is it is one of those things where it's kind of like how the reason why I wanted to watch all of Gossip Girl is because I found out the ending and I'm like mm, I want to find out how it gets there. Well, you're gonna have to sit through a lot of RPG elements. Yeah. <laughs> or just watch other people play the game for fun. It's one more. of my only complaints is there's a little too much RPG in my God of War, but. It is well done. Yes. Good. It I is smooth. Say... It looks good. All of the combat is really smooth. The controls are smooth. <laughs> Once you get used to it. You have to use like circle to jump. and It's, yes. just, it's really... Yeah, and I hear the remapping for buttons is not the greatest. The I didn't even for look for the remapping. The best, but... X should be the do everything button. Not circle. Uh, and tri- was it, is it triangle that calls back? Yeah, the call I, back I hear everybody complains about a lot of other things, but the keeping the, the axe on a separate button people all enjoy. That yeah. is the one thing that I was like, oh, I never have to accidentally do something else. Yeah. Always axe. Yeah, well, triangle's always the axe. Um, and you can fight with the axe or you can fight unarmed. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, That's you cool. can fight with your fist and your shield. And when you fight with your fist and your shield, you always have the shield and the axe as an option mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Axe by itself, shield and axe, or fists. Just throw the axe away, have it kill, and other people punch, punch, yeah. punch, right, call right, back. Right, right, right. Actually, that, that's kind of a thing. I enjoy my it axe, because... I upgraded it with freeze... I'd freeze an enemy with the axe, nice. stick it in them, run up to them, and beat them up when they can't move. So, because you said that, are multiple enemies coming at you at the same oh, yeah. time? Yeah. So it's not Assassin's creed where it's like, no. oh, he's fighting one of us. We'll sit back and wait. Until right, and they all do a little dance around you? No. Okay, cool. No, I got fucked yes. up multiple Assassin's times. Creed 1 was Altair Fight Club. <laughs> that was Assassin's Creed 1 through up until this most recent yeah. one. Because this most recent one is I know, you actually had you some of that multiple of where multiple enemies try to fight you at the same time, but they were like, they take turns poking at you. Yeah. Right. It's obnoxious. <laughs> nope. Steve's dead. Jim, you're up. <laughs> the worst part was, it's like you killed nope. hundreds of Jim's people dead. in this one fight. But they keep coming. Right. We don't know where these guards There's are coming. They're just grabbing people off the street. Endless stream of 1v1. Right. 3D printing guards. <laughs> 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 so yeah, I will, after he- hearing and seeing a lot of the stuff for God of War, it is on my list of when I get a PlayStation 4. Yep, the, it's, a, it's for on the, list. For the release of Kingdom Hearts 3, it is on my <laughs> buy used list. My, yeah. my only take on it, because I saw so much of it rather than played it, I is knew. that the game looked absolutely amazing. By then I'll be able to get it for pe- on used you'd be able to buy a new for used yes. price the way that they the way that they shoot the game as far as like cinematography Framing, and direction yeah, yeah. in certain games goes is really well done 
they actually almost yeah, eliminate the need for hard cuts entirely because they will use a sort of shaky cam effect. Right. But they also pan the camera in a way around scenes Transition where around, right. You will have characters moving at extremely high speeds, but they'll pan the camera in a way to frame the shot and make it almost look like they're Now, still. here's a real important question. Mm-hmm. Are there quick time events? None that I've found. Uh, Wait, Not really. There's a takedown once you build a stun up on an enemy enough. Mm-hmm. There's like a, a quick time event, but it's just clicking R3. So nowhere near. Count? Okay. Yeah. Not as bad, but it's a like. Takedown. No when I think, piece, when I press think. these buttons in a sequence takedown. Yeah, when right. I think of God of War. Square. Yeah, when I think of God of War, I think button masher or quick time events. So that I like that. God of War had a quick time event that had oral sex with two women. Yep. You say oral, but the camera pans away. You don't know what you're doing to those. You're women. standing on the bed. There's no, no other thing God, they can do. Did you know that, that, that your Kratos has a bifurcated penis, so he can get two at the same time? Double dick, dude. Double dick, dude. Why All do right. I always bring that up? Moving on. I don't you know. You guys are obsessed with dicks. No, only for a second. <laughs> Moving on from God of War into. Wait, it's just your face. Onto Dave's favorite game in the world. Um, I'll just talk briefly about it because I feel like I just talked a bunch about God of War. Um, oh, you were the one that had the experience. Yeah, well, Shutterlock is what he's talking about. Hearthstone. Fuck, I thought it was Shuttercock. No. That's Shuttercock. <laughs> Hearthstone's Shut- latest expansion, uh, The Witchwood, which part two of arrives this Thursday. I'm excited for it. It's the single Oh, it was, I didn't realize it was a two-part release. Yeah, they were supposed to have it ready at launch, but they took their time. Um, <clears throat> the, the cards were ready at, at release. The, you know, that's a part where people can spend money. But then the uh, actual single-player content, which is for the you know, diehards and people who want to continue playing the game and having something else to do besides lose the Shutterwalk, uh, is going to come out <laughs> this Thursday. Besides lose the Shutterwalk. And I'm off this upcoming weekend for Avengers, so I will absolutely be playing the Hearthstone stuff. Nice. We'll talk about it some next week. But Shutterwalk is a new card. If we have time, remember, next week is... Is a heavy Avengers spoiler cast, yes. All Avengers all the time. Shutterwalk is a shaman card that breaks the game. <laughs> <laughs> and here's how it breaks the game. The card text reads, Battle Cry, which means it does something when you play it. Battle Cry. Repeat every Battle Cry effect you've played this game. What? It's a nine mana card, which means you can't play it early. Mm-hmm. You have to wait until the game is in its later stages. Sometimes you're dead before turn nine. But you said it's a druid card, right? Shaman card. A shaman card. Okay, thank God it's not a fucking druid card. It would be bad no matter whose card it is. Because there are several neutral cards with battle cries that really break the game. The most abusive one is the one that breaks the game right now. Is that Shutterwalk copies every old battle cry. There's a shaman minion called Grumble Earth Destroyer, and its battle cry is to take every other card you have on the field, bounce it back to your hand, make it cost one. Now, normally not a bad thing. But if you have a battle cry minion deck. What happens is you can make multiple Shutterwalks because there are cards, neutral cards, that say battle cry summon a duplicate copy of this minion. Yes. So you summon, you play one nine mana Shutterwalk. It summons two more Shutterwalks, which then bounces those back to your hand as long as you've already played the Grumble card. And now you have one mana Shutterwalks that repeat every battle cry you played this game. 
which create more Shudderwalks. Yep. If you mix in battle cries like deal three damage, that will also trigger every time you play yep. a Shudderwalk. And there's a new neutral minion. It's a mosquito. And the battle cry on this mosquito is deal three damage to the enemy hero, restore three health to your hero. That like is life drinker. Completely broken. So what you do is you make infinite Shudderwalks yes. by playing this combo out. And then if you've played two of those mosquitoes, every time you play a Shudderwalk, it's guaranteed six damage to the enemy. Yep. And then six healing for you. So as long as you combo, as long as you get good synergy, you combo everything right. Basically, a shutter, a deck built around Shudderwalk can is break the game, and it will it will almost go, unbeatable. It will go pretty much unbeatable, right? Yes. The only RNG is that the battle cries, the order in which they're played, are random. Yes. So sometimes. It'll do the Grumble Battle Cry, return nothing to your hand, and then duplicate the Shudderwalk. Mm -hmm. In which case, you still have three Shudderwalks, which is like a 9-mana 6-6. Six, six. Yep. So you still have 18-18 worth of stats. a ton of presence still on right. the board. Right. So even if the combo doesn't go off, even if you don't start OTKing them, then you still are in a really good place. <clears throat> the thing is, this card, I don't know how it made it past internal testing. Because there's another Shaman card that doubles... Every or not doubles every, mm -hmm. but doubles the next battle cry you play. So you can double battle cry a shutter walk, which triggers every battle cry you play the entire game two mm -hmm. times. Yes, it's nutty. The other bad thing is that the turns take forever because the replaying of these battle cries is so slow. Yep. So turns literally, I watch streamers play ten minute turns. Jeez. Turns are supposed to be ninety seconds. I think the developers thought to themselves, well, it only duplicates the battle cry once, but then they didn't think about, well, it can duplicate its own battle cry with other cards. Right. It can duplicate damage dealing and life absorbing battle cries in inf basically an infinite number yeah, of times. Yeah, right. Um, imagine that if it could ever be, it can't be done because of the way classes work, but if that card could be, could be paired with something like C'Thun Builders or C'Thun itself, I mean, you basically have, you know a deck that you're just waiting for turn 10 to show up, and then you've won the game. <laughs> right. And that's what Shutterwalk is, except it happens on turn 9. Shattercock. Shuttlecock. Yes. So, so Shaman is broken right now. They announced last weekend, the first thing Monday morning, they're going to start looking into it. No news since then. They probably just have to analyze a craft in a game footage to see how people are using it, and they'll change it around that. Yeah, it's... We it's, may be even... If they can't figure out how to change it, you may be looking at the first banned card in Hearthstone. Mm. Well, here's the thing. It's a digital card game. Yeah. So when you say banned card, they're not going to ban anything. Just they'll remove, remove it. it from the game. Well, yeah. yes, they'll, they'll just remove it. Or remove it, it from competitive play. Yeah, they, they can do they rotate ever do it that? out. They rotate they cards before, but <clears throat> never this yeah. quick. They may restrict it to only wild. No, yeah. they'll nerf it. They'll nerf it because then wild would be crazy. Because in wild, it's even worse because a lot of overpowered battle cries like Cthulhu, like you mm -hmm. said, are in wild now. Yes. Cthulhu's not in standards. I don't have to worry about Shutterbot Cthulhu because mm -hmm. at the time, I only play standard. Hmm. So Cthulhu is out of standard now. Gotcha. It got rotated out this past year, just this, just this last month when the new set came out. Hmm. No good. No more Cthulhu decks. Cthulhu? Cthulhu? No more Cthulhu, no more Yogg. This effect is very similar to Yogg. And I think you guys have seen Yogg clips where, like, the card is played, it summons a random... It casts a random spell for every spell you've played this game. Yes. Yeah. And it just continues and continues and continues yes. and continues and crazy effects happen. That's like Shutterwalk, except you get to pick all the spells. That's crazy. Especially if you Because you tune the deck with all these battle cries that basically guarantee that you can win as long as you make it to turn nine. Yes. Especially if you played a crap on a... 
Pyroblast. How many <laughs> turns do those games usually get up to? Um, every turn you get one mana. If you count turns back and forth uh, as one, it's probably about 20 turns per game, but it can be anywhere between... I've seen games end as early as like turn eight, and then games that end uh, you know, with fatigue and both players with no cards left in there, their decks. Is there any way to get two Shutterwalks, Shutterwalks, Shutterwalks on two the of board yeah. of your own? Yeah. What happens? Do they play off of each other? Well, because of the way the effects trigger, you can, cause, uh, because Battle Cry has to be played from your hand. Okay. So you can that. duplicate it once it's already on the field, yeah. and nothing happens. You okay. just get another minion with the same stat line. Okay, never mind. You have to actually have two of them in your hand. And it's legendary, so they only let you have one. But the effect of the battle cry duplicates the Shutterwalk and then bounces it to your hand. That's what breaks it. Yes, that's Having when you combine it with some other cards. Okay. Because then once it, normally, once you play one Shutterwalk, you're in a better position than you were, mm-hmm. and you have a couple one-mana Shutterwalks in your hand, but you could still lose from there. The thing is that once you put that that one mana Shutterwalk back into your hand from triggering it the first time, yeah. your next turn, you'll have ten mana. And every time you play a one mana Shutterwalk, you get between two and three more one mana Shutterwalks. Okay. So on turn nine, you play the Shutterwalk. And then on turn ten, you play a bunch of one mana Shutterwalks until your opponent's dead. From like the Life Drinker Battlecraft. Too much. It sucks. This is why I like simple games. On the plus side, though, while Shutterwalk is breaking Shaman, all the other classes seem to be pretty fair. Hmm. And they added some really cool new cards that, depending on how you build your deck, gives your deck a certain effect. So if you have all even cards in your deck with this one legendary, something happens. Or if you have all odd cards in your deck with this legendary, something happens. So basically, there are even odd variants of every class's deck that are now playable. It's basically 18 new ways to play the game. And it's really cool. For one expansion, it is a nice change of pace. Okay. I will still not play. But, for some reason, some of the news is interesting to me. The fact that they have expanded into a lot of single-player content in that game, I enjoy. Yep. Uh, Especially because I know a lot of people that are not good at card games or don't enjoy losing a lot in card games. Yeah, I can't wait for them to come to console. (laughs) <laughs> oh hey i haven't told you guys uh but i changed one of the perks in um, patreon patreon you get flipped off by night no um because no, i'll do that for free <laughs> that you will if you become a patron at a certain level you get to watch us record the podcast live okay it's technically in effect but nobody's technically attached to it okay. actually so that's the i show up naked right <laughs> So there will be camera. <laughs> Woo! Uh, there will be camera. Well, that's a large. It's a lot of. That's a lot of Dave right there. Well, no, it's the sound wave. Oh. <laughs> this is large too. Not for long. Um, but yeah, so pretty soon we will have the camera set up to be on us. I probably should have cleared it with you two first. So I'm just gonna have to wear a mask every podcast now. Hey, you stream. He's he doesn't. Never with my camera. Face. Never, I don't even do my YouTube channel with my face. Why? Well, because you say offensive things. But Except why? I did do one video with my face. But... Why don't you do your face? Because I don't like my face. Well, if you see it more, you end up liking it. No. <laughs> Dave, do you like your face more after you see it more? Do I like what? 
your face more after you see it more. Fuck. See, I like mine less the more I see it. I don't let people take... You know why there's no pictures of me on my Facebook? Why? I don't let people take pictures of me. Why? Because I don't like having my picture taken. Why? Because I don't like my face. Okay. That's what you lead with. You don't give other reasons to then give the final reason. No, but I'm, tell, I'm telling you why Always I don't start with the, the final pictures. solution, Nate. Okay. If we've learned anything. in <laughs> 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 the bathroom. <laughs> and I missed a lot, apparently. <laughs> so what, what we really came to what was... What about Nate hates Jews? Nate, use a camera. No. Or use it with a mask. <laughs> well, get a mask that doesn't cover up your mouth so you're not muffling your, your already muffled voice. <laughs> For real. <laughs> get like the tuxedo mask. Jason mask. A tuxedo... Uh, no. Jason mask covers your mouth. That would not be helpful. It's got a bunch of little holes in it though. Sound get around. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, sound like, like fucking Bane. Watchdog style masks. It's not a mask. No, then you're only covering up your mouth. That's the part we don't want to cover <laughs> up. Yeah, he's right. You need a Flash costume. Either go Flash or go even Arrow. Put some little black eyeliner on more than usual. More than usual. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for the record, I don't wear any fucking eyeliner. <laughs> and he definitely yeah, doesn't paint any of his nails. Not that makeup. Yes, I'll paint my nails all day, but not eyeliner. What about Valve? Valve. After saying they want to still make video games, right. and we nobody trusted them, right? Because the last time they announced a video game, it's a card game based off of a shitty another fucking game, right? It's a card game based off a MOBA, isn't Dota. that what it is? Yes. Uh, Dota the card game. Fuck that shit. Um, they bought Campo Santo. What's Campo Santo? Campo Santo created Firewatch. Oh, cool. Which is a beautiful Campo game. It was one guy. Huh? I thought it was one dude. Yeah, there's more people. There's more people than one. Uh, but beautiful game, really nice art style, really good story. People complain about the, the ending, but it's basically just a walking simulator. Yeah. So, it's got more than, here's the breaking news more now. Than here's the breaking news now. Half Life 3 is a walking simulator. Yeah. <laughs> we get an ending, but we won't be happy. <laughs> That's really, I mean, there's really not much news with that. Nothing, it's been announced that they've been bought or partnered or whatever. Acquired. Acquired, that's the word. Acquiesced. Um, but no news of if they're changing what they're working no on. News. If they are being like, hey, here's what here's what's coming. Uh, but it could be a good thing. Who knows? Um, anything that is Valve looking like they're going to be getting back into making video games, I'm okay with. Um, especially because... I would still love sequels or more sequels from their already existing content. Right. Since they've turned Team Fortress 2 into whatever state it's in now. Which, yes, it's free to play, which is great. But to play the PvE, and we've talked about this before, to play the PvE, you have to pay to play the PvE game. Yeah. yeah. Um, and as somebody that has bought that game full price, <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> yeah, it's in a weird state. Um, yeah, especially because, like, I... Well, it's in a weird state because the game community that exists around TF2 is just that community. There's no new players Very scrambling to join the TF2 community. It's kind of like Hell, the state people, that Destiny 2 is in right fans. now. Right. Destiny 2 being such a disappointing game, even though I like to play it, 
only, is a dead only game. The are playing it right. It's a dead game. Like I can't find people to go on raids with. I can't find people to even do PvP with anymore. And have... PvP was like the big draw for hardcore Destiny players. Right. Was it? Yes. Yes. Does um Rome? No. Who's the one that used to play Halo? And now he's a twin. Used to play Halo. Ricky now Castro. Plays... Yeah, Castro. Jorge Castro. Um, I have They're not seen brothers. him playing Destiny. I've seen him playing Fortnite. Really? I can see that. I can see him making the transition over to Fortnite. Uh, which yeah. neither of you still play it yet, right? Right. No. Okay. Um, oh, speaking of those type of games, uh, Radical Heights now has, I think, um, pretty now soon. Now has textures! Well, female. female <laughs> yeah, textures! Man. It now has female characters. Uh, I'm not sure if any anything else I just update. thought that was the most ridiculous thing, is to look at an early access game well, and it, think to myself... How could you not just include the opposite sex? They like, were working all? on boob physics. I, I will admit, for the giant robot, we anime. gave it a lot of shit during our let's play or, or during our stream. Um, I'm willing to go back to it. We got to because it is a game. This is like super early access. Yes. Yes. It literally five months of, of development time. I re- but that for- had is not the entire company. I'm sure some of those people were still working trying to do something with with lawbreakers. With lawbreakers. <laughs> Which God. sadly just died. let it go, please. Sadly he won't. lawbreakers died. The game looks great. It plays like shit. It's Does just it? a bad game. Yes. It the the gameplay is awful because some of the characters in the game are just completely broken. There's no point in picking anybody else except for maybe three characters in the entire game. <laughs> Yeah, that's Alex. how I play Overwatch. You only play the with game three is, characters. No, the game is Junkrat, completely unbalanced. Junkrat, Doomfist, and Risa. Junkrat, Junkrat, and Junkrat. And now, I will admit, I might be starting to play Moira, Moira every once in a while. I really enjoyed Retribution with playing yes. as her. He played Moira a lot. He's a little more curious. He did, fair, he did fairly good with Moira. Fuck you. I'll say that fairly as somebody who good. is like... Excellent at Moira, but... You're, oh. Only did he because... just say he's excellent at Moira? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Only because I'm the best heel slut in the world, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I thought you liked Mercy more. I do like Mercy, because she play... is just a heel slut. She doesn't know damage. Hey, <laughs> that's pew, a pew, lie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Which I had to keep doing. What game were we, we were, were we playing, playing the we PvP? We played Uprising. We played an, a game of Uprising. So we were playing the, the PvP. The Rhine was targeting everybody <laughs> except for the Slicers. In basically anything that was really doing damage to the pay- <laughs> payload. I got something like 70 limbs of mercy at the end of a PvE game. Because <laughs> I'm sitting there, because I was a uh, Torbjorn, so I'm like, well, I can do what I can do, but there are a lot of people, and I can only do so much. Why is no one here? Most of my limbs were assist, of course, because that's what Mercy builds the limbs on. But then I was consistently pulling out my pistol to shoot down slicers and other it robots. Because the Reinhardt wouldn't just go up there and hit him with a fucking hammer. It was the saltiest I've ever been in a, in a game. That's funny. And I don't get salty. He doesn't. I got so tilted. That's funny. <laughs> tilted towers. Yes. I was told that I was. It's if that is my peak level of saltiness, then I, I have a very elegant salt. <laughs> you, you blanders. <laughs> I what? <laughs> you just bland. I bland. What? You're bland. Let's get into the rage portion of the podcast. Ah, All right, cool. Mad. First up gets to be Nate's side of the salt pile. Nate, get mad. So Universal Fan Con and describe anybody, what it is. So what Universal Fan Con was was a an inaugural fair first time an inaugural diversity convention. I love we yes. said Nate explained it and both of you. <laughs> no, it was a it was a convention to be set here in the wrong. city in which we live <laughs> that shall not be mentioned. But they know where we live. Okay, we live in Baltimore, but um, 
the county portion of it. No! <laughs> no! All right. Just too specific. The county is larger than the city. It's harder to find. <laughs> the... Just like your sound wave. <laughs> Universal FanCon. The convention was set up to be a convention that was very much about diversity and bringing people together in the world of geek fandom. Include, All walks of life. Inclusion. Gay, straight, black, yes. white, furry. A lot of the... Except for furries. <laughs> we don't like furries. Um, <laughs> stop pointing at me, damn it. I can't <laughs> wait for this to actually be live stream so that kind of shit plays better. <laughs> when it is live stream, uh, the first time we do this on camera, I'll go and get like a fucking fursuit and show up at that point. <laughs> so, just be like, I'm not a furry, guys. <laughs> yes, I'm not a Let's furry. Tail wagons. <laughs> <laughs> but the convention was supposed to be something special for a lot of people, right? Right. Is there going to be special guests there like Orlando Jones, Billy D. Williams? People had reserved hotels and booked people flights. People reserved Hold hotels. Up. Orlando Jones. Yeah. Holy shit. So people had booked flights. I love evolution. People had booked hotel rooms. People had taken time off of work. People had all these plans to go and spent money on this thing. I mean, my hotel reservation alone, while not super expensive, was expensive enough One because of the- it's the Hilton. At the Inner Harbor, which actually the, was the cheapest hotel I could book at the time. One of the convention attendees, mm-hmm. um, I was reading her tweets, she, in order to support herself and what she does, built a booth that she paid $2,600 oh, for. Yeah. People built booth spaces. People had pre-registered with People you know, different People had merchandise tiers. made that the cost and of this money should be made and shipped to the hotel shipped already. Shipped to the hotel. Right, I may have missed it. Did he already say what happened? Well, no, I didn't say what happened. So, here's what happened. If people remember the story of things like DashCon or Fire Festival, that's what Universal Fan Con turned into. You can't say DashCon actually happened. No, Fire Festival didn't happen, I don't think. No, it did. Just really bad. Yeah, Mm -hmm. those two things happened. Okay. This was a con-con. This is a step up from that. This is a thing that didn't even happen that took everybody's money. (laughs) But, remember, it's not canceled. Yeah. It's so indefinitely postponed. If you go to their website right now, universalfancon.com, a big apology. you will find at the top of the page a statement that reads like an apology, and you will find below that a list of facts, frequently asked questions. And there's actually an update Oh wow, on the it's not even the fucking website For anymore. April 21st, we are working diligently to come up with solutions. A particular concern is how we honor your commitment to us. Therefore, though there have been missteps in communication... And errors, we are working on ways to refund the money you have invested in us. We will continue to update our, on our progress. This was an update posted yesterday on the 21st. Yeah, they're not going to do that. The thing is, is... You ain't getting shit. The reason that now they're being they're being a little bit more lenient and saying, well, we may refund the money, is because they're being threatened with legal action by several people. Right. Makes sense. Ex- including, including many of the people that were, they were yes, told. Including a lot of special guests who are some very powerful people. Including <laughs> so Hodor. Yes, they're like, don't, yes, Hodor. There was an article I actually posted on Polygon showing the actor who plays Hodor, his picture. He is threatening to sue the shit out of Universal FanCon because he's basically like, they not only took my money, they wasted all my fucking time. He on not this. only makes that, that Hodor money, but also <laughs> that DJ money. Well, yes. the other thing is that a lot of people, especially when you're dealing with conventions, um, and anybody anybody you have to book, uh, any, any form of talent, they have a schedule. Yes. And 
you basically, as a talent, when you, when you're being booked, you have to decide which dates and shows and things you want to do. And yes. it's like even like for bands, for musical acts, you have to plan a tour. The thing, 90%, so you, the talent and the people they're inviting are planning to be here, yes. and this is an opportunity for them to make money. And then you basically say, "Nope, we're canceling." Sorry. Ninety percent of celebrity booking happens through that person's agent to begin with. Right. So because that agent is that person's schedule keeper. A celebrity doesn't actually work on keeping their own schedule because they're too busy developing who they are as a person so they can keep doing better at their craft. Oh, wow. Whereas this the agent like is sitting there like, okay, I have this person's planner here in front of me. Okay, they're available in this date. When would you like them? And then they have a discussion about how much this is going to cost. And now people the agent then goes to the celebrity and says, do you want to do this? Like, do you want to take the time to travel all the way to the shithole that Baltimore City is Oi. and sit in front, in front of a bunch of nerds, you know, sweating over you and waiting to, to eat your seat? But... <laughs> they, uh, no, we're not Detroit or not Chicago. Detroit. So, right. wait, Detroit is in Chicago. I'm we're not Chicago. No, That's Chicago's our new Chicago's a different city. Baltimore, oh not Chicago. Detroit and Chicago are Sorry, in the same Barack. state. Oh <laughs> Robocop's from Detroit. Baltimore... <laughs> Sorry, but Nate doesn't know geography. Everyone knows this. Um, <laughs> but the con being canceled. The and con being canceled. Indefinitely was, postponed. Yes, the con being indefinitely postponed After or whatever. After being kickstarted. So yeah, here's, this is the part that me, I didn't look into. They raised fifty-six thousand dollars. But here's the thing: their original goal was twenty-five thousand dollars. Yes. Twenty-five thousand dollars is not enough to it's throw an entire convention. It's not enough to run convention. a convention. Especially, they raised double that. Though. They did. Still not enough. Here's the thing: That's I know close. for a fact that it is not enough to throw a convention, especially in the Baltimore Convention Center. Oticon costs hundreds of thousands of dollars to run every year. And they and didn't I mean, have every year. as big as... And Oticon has been going on for well over 20 years now. I believe we're on year 25 at this Isn't point, it? actually. I think it's like 23. Hold on, let's see. So, the thing is... Nope, is not Oticon as an Oticon. Oticon takes that much money to run. We ended up running out the entire Baltimore Convention Center for the years that we were there. And now we're doing it with the entire D.C. Convention Center, which is even larger. So the it's money, been around since the 1994. Cost, yes, the cost is co- has been a lot more... This year is twenty four. So no, the fifty six thousand so dollars right. or the twenty five thousand they were tending to raise wasn't enough. Here's the thing that I didn't I didn't know that this was Kickstarter to begin with. I, that's my fault. I didn't do my research. I thought it was a legitimate convention that I was registering for and was going to go to because that's what a friend had basically sent me a link to this saying, Hey, do you want to go? I said, Sure, it looks interesting, let's do it. My fault entirely. Didn't do my research. However, I did get most of my money back because I canceled my hotel reservation as soon as the thing was cancelled. <laughs> the problem for me is now that I know the backstory of it, now that I know the timeline of events, the whole thing smells like a 100% scam. Because, first of all, this has happened before. We've seen Kickstarter campaigns set extremely low goals for things that that should, in your mind, cost a lot more money to develop or plan or structure or whatever. So, the Kickstarters that Mm -hmm. we normally talk about failing. Like the, the, oh, I have a new... New invention that I want to f- Dragon uh, figure Dragon sex RPG. <laughs> there are, I understand that kind of stuff being like, oh, no. we couldn't get it to work. We, we tried. We failed. Yes. You put your money towards this. We try and do whatever we can to repay you or whatever. That I understand. Mm-hmm. This was a convention. Yeah. Something that, yes, it is very difficult to do. 
but... But it's been done before. It's been done many <laughs> times before. You either... Uh, I, I don't understand how people could fall for it as much as they did. Well, I think they fell for it for a number of reasons. One, like myself, I didn't, know, inclusion. I didn't know that this had started with Kickstarter. Yeah. Two, yes, the inclusion thing and the diversity thing the, is the a diversity big... thing, and even in the trailer for the convention, yes. which they've since pulled, which I still have, just for... Prosperity. Prosperity. <laughs> I like Posterity. Anything I think that... Posterity is right. Anything I think that might be worth holding on to or get removed or... I save. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. I have the Logan Paul original Suicide Force video. I have pictures of a terrible, anymore. terrible event still saved that I won't even mention, but I have those pictures. Why'd you bring it up then, Nate? <laughs> because the point is, is it's useful to save information like that because right. you don't know how it could be used later. The problem for me, well, the thing, the appeal of it is, again, we talked about number two was the whole... You know, we're promoting diversity and all this stuff. That's a big shout-out to the people who want that kind of thing to happen in the geek fandom. The third thing is the website looked legitimate. When you first logged on to the website, it was very well put together. Right. It looked professional. They had social media they links They had the top guest corner. pages that made sense. They had social media links. They had registration links that were legitimate, that were secured even. So everything looked 100% real. Like Authentic. This was a real event that was happening and that you were going to get to attend this real thing. And so, that was another part of it. The fourth part of it is just, it's a convention in Baltimore that's, oh my god, it's geek stuff. This is like Otakon 2.0 for a lot of people. So, they just wanted to go and have a good time. Why was that? <laughs> I, I don't know. I was distracted. Um, for me, I mean, the, the problem for me is, again, now they know the timeline of events. Now they know that certain things happen and when they happen in order... It's easier for me to piece this together and say, yes, this was a scam from the beginning. You start with Kickstarter, which goal is only $25,000 to show it, to put on a convention that has a guest list that would make the Oscar, that would make like the Oscars blush. The eh, fucking a nerd guest list. I don't yes, think it a nerd was that guest list, big, but there but were it's big like, enough. It's a Comic-Con tier yeah, guest list. say Billy D. Williams alone, yes. Hodor alone, is like, oh, it's this is pretty legitimate. legitimate. Yes, it's a San Diego Comic-Con tier guest list, Right. right? Is a lot of these famous people are going to be there, and you're going to have to pay them. Yeah, not (laughs) okay. Well, you're going to have to pay them for their time to be there, and you're going to have to pay them a significant amount because they're going to be there all three days. So, beyond that, you have to work out the deals with hotels, which they legitimately did. They had deals with hotels to get people in for cheaper during convention. Okay, that's done. But then we get up to the point where it's like we're hearing that more guests are coming in. But then the tweets about things happening from the Universal FanCon Twitter page get more and more vague. They get more and more dubious. The person who was in charge stepped down. They resigned. Someone had resigned from the convention. The person who was in charge. Several people who said they were staff members hadn't received any communication at all from the the convention. They didn't know when to show up or where to show up to start staffing. And then a week before the convention, the hotel starts calling people and telling them, Oh, the convention's well, been canceled. Then yeah. guests, they don't get any official word from Universal FanCon. Yes. It's from the Hilton. Guests had started canceling. I kept getting phone calls all week long on my cell phone, but I'm at work, so I didn't pick it up. And then when I finally did, it turns out it's Hilton Hotels calling me saying, just so you know, you booked you know, this website, you booked your hotel through this website. Well, that website's event, we heard may or may not be happening. We can't confirm or deny. Very dubious. So please keep give us, please give us some of your money and come to this hotel. So Don't cancel your reservation kind of shit. And I'm like, well, I'm sorry. I have to. <laughs> they announced this on Friday. 
They yeah. announced it on 420. Yeah, they announced it on 420. The I mean, problem like, is they spend all through, the money on weed. Going through their tweets, it's yes. like they're retweeting people. They're doing all this other stuff. Right, legitimate, 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 it's legitimate, it's legitimate, it's legitimate. Up until 420, we see your tweets and concerns. We have full update later today about the, the tweets and concerns were people like, going, "Hey, why is the Hilton calling me, telling me you're canceled?" Yes. So the the I sent t-shirts to your hotel the to sell. Is, and this is canceled. They have a lot of logistical problems to sort through right now, which is understandable, but they it's it's all self-inflicted. It's well, self-inflicted wounds. Well, the other one is that they, I think... Because, one... They, they double-booked the yes. convention center for this weekend. They may have. Today but, is a a dealer showcase that's at the Baltimore Convention Center. Well, that doesn't was, mean anything. There are... Is it a different area of the convention center? Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, that convention center can hold up to, like, three different conventions, depending it's on the It's pretty big. Right. <laughs> Uh, obviously not big enough for Otakon. But what I'm but, saying is that they already <laughs> so now, had at least a portion of the convention center booked yeah. well, for this weekend. The the issue here is that dealers, people who had planned on selling merchandise at the convention, artists, things Artist like Alley. that, had sent their merch down beforehand. Just like any smart merch yeah. dealer does at a convention. Is you, you send your stuff down beforehand up. so you're not traveling with it, so you can have your booth set up and ready to go for the convention. So they had sent all that down there. They had paid money to rent these booth spaces. And now Universal FanCon has a logistical problem with their hands of how do they get that stuff back to the people who sent it down there. Now, if it were me, I would have said, you know, hey, this is on us. We're going to sit down in a room. We're going to get a bunch of boxes from UPS. We're going to package this stuff up. We're going to UPS it back to you with ground shipping, with insurance and tracking, so you can have your stuff back. It may take three to five business days, but at least you're getting your stuff back, and we're taking care of it. Instead, Universal FanCon said, we're still sorting that out. There's nothing to sort out. Do your due diligence and give that stuff back to people. Yeah. Like, there's nothing to figure out there. Unless what they're, they're trying to do be... is figure out how can we do this without spending any of the money we stole from these people. I was going to say, <laughs> the worst, the best that could happen is them be like, yeah, we're postponing this weekend. We'll be doing it the next weekend. Yes. But they didn't even do that. They just keep it indefinitely postponed so they can perpetually keep this in a state of limbo and legally justify not giving money back to anybody. The other thing that The sucks. problem is, is everybody is coming down on them hard with this. People are filing lawsuits right. against the organizers of Universal FanCon saying, it doesn't matter if you're a nonprofit. It doesn't matter if you kickstarted this. You promised a service that was scheduled on three dates and you didn't deliver it. We're getting mm. to the part where Nate's actually getting really upset about it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so now that you've let off your steam about that well before Dave do you have any do you have any salt Shutterwalk that's it are you upset about that I'm upset that it means I can't play ranked until they fix it oh every time I see a shaman I just concede uh, okay I get that cause I don't want to spend the 15 minutes just to have him start doing the combo and then me being like can't get those minutes back can't get those <laughs> so if you want to win against me just you just all the four DC. Well, no, I could quit, but I don't want to get to that point. I'm just gonna let them play against somebody else, waste somebody else's time. No, I have nothing to be mad about. Besides that, and okay. I'm not even that mad. And mine's not even super mad. It's just it sucks that. Well, the Universal fan kind of pissed me. Yeah, off that too. one's bullshit. I'm not even going, and I'm pissed. Uh, my thing is more of a a product that I supported has made some horrible decisions. I'm mad because Universe FanCon uses something that is part of my fandom that I enjoy and that people should rightfully enjoy Fairies. and use it as a service to dupe people. We're just going to keep doing fairy things. What? Kickstarter? No, conventions. Oh, conventions. Using the convention yes. as a dupe people. Also Kickstarter, but whatever. What I will say is I'll probably never attend a startup convention 
ever. <laughs> like Always do second year. I will always do conventions that are established. You know, well into their second year, whatever it may be. Conventions that people have been going to for years and know something about. Just avoid when people try and trick you and say it's the first annual, because then you think, oh, it means it's the second one. It's like, no. It's just somebody that doesn't know that that means inaugural, not an yes. annual thing. But so, onto your thing with your beef my, with my Geek saltiness. Fuel. Your what? Your beef with Geek Fuel. My beef with Geek Fuel. So Geek Fuel uh, is a subscription service where we have videos on the YouTube channel of me doing unboxings of them. Um, every single box includes a t-shirt. Every single box includes a 10 to $20 Steam game, which is really nice. Are they all good games? No. Are they some weird hybrid games sometimes that I thought maybe Dave would like and it turns out not really? What no, was they were game? 10 to 20 bucks. What was usually. that game? Some like card-based... Total Recall. Battle. What? No, it was Forced Recall. It's actually the name of the game. Forced Recall. Is that the Shadowground game? No. Forced Showdown. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Why did I have Total Recall so stuck in my head? I don't know. You like really shitty movies. Um, <laughs> did you just throw that out? I threw that card. Dave freaked the fuck out. <laughs> this all like a Patty Ninja star you know, across her. <laughs> and Dave was like, what the <laughs> fuck? I was like, God, just hold it. Because <laughs> there's certainly no cats down here. <laughs> but that sounded um, like a cat. <laughs> so, Geek Fuel was just... one of the only Meep? monthly subscription. Huh? Meep. Meep. <laughs> Meet Gus? Are you down here? Gus? Um, it was one of the only subscription service boxes, of the mystery boxes that I actually enjoyed because Loot Crate was consistently shitty. Uh, the one time I got Nerd... Nerd Block, I think is the other one. Mm -hmm. um, I wanted to just burn it because there was literally nothing <laughs> worth anything in it. The um, box was worth more than what was inside. Yes. Uh, I definitely paid for what, in my opinion, was worthless. Um... But they recently announced that they are switching from a monthly, not adding, I have to add, just put this out there, they are switching from a monthly subscription to a quarterly subscription. Now in the past you could get multiple months ahead of time, you could do a whole year ahead of time, uh, and I guess they're in some way refunding people, I don't remember how it actually is fully going down, but they've come out and said, hey, we've listened to you guys and we are moving to the quarterly box. This is not including or giving the option of you can go quarterly and get the bigger box or the monthly and get the smaller box. Nope. They're just saying, fuck that. We're doing quarterly only. It's going from $26 a month to 65 plus shipping and handling, I believe. Mm -hmm. um, in a big issue that I have with this... They aren't really telling you what you're getting. They don't really explain what the big change is. The one thing that they've said is, hey, we're doing wearables, not only t-shirts, we're going to do other wearables and mm -hmm. hoodies. And I'm like, if I get a fucking box in the middle of summer with a hoodie, what the fuck? <laughs> um, but in general, it, it was something I was looking forward to. This year, they started out with giving you a, like a little lanyard mm -hmm. with a pin and basically with the promise of every month you were going to get a new pin, a pin to add to this lanyard. Yes. I'm like, are you now going to include three pins a month? Yeah. Because uh, no, you can't exactly fill up a lanyard once a month or once every quarter. dubious about the things you will be receiving. Um, yeah, they haven't really explained it. And a part of me, there is part of me that wanted to get the first one just to be like, let's see what they've actually changed. Is it actually going to be worth the changeover? Right. Worth the money. Um, and this is where it pays to be the person that is editing these podcasts. I get to 
cut out all the stuff that makes me sound like a whiny consumer. So, yay me. When you had told me this story originally and how they had switched to the quarterly subscription thing, I told you about my history with the crates that I get shipped for clothing and how some of the stuff in it was just... Just go buy your own clothes, Nate. (laughs) Well, I do, but some of the stuff they, they had shipped me was just lackluster and not worth the money, so I canceled those. What Geek Fuel seems to be doing is something quite a bit more sinier, maybe disingenuous is a better word. What was that word? What did I say? Sinier. Sorry, I thought I meant to... (laughs) Do you mean sinister? I meant to say sinister. I don't know why that (laughs) came out of my mouth like that. (laughs) I don't either. I don't think any of us do. Got the brain rot. Um, But... I know it can be frustrating sometimes. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) But the... It seems to be more sinister because... All of it is driven towards them making a profit, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, that's what they're trying to do. Were they just not making enough profit off the twenty? You said what was twenty four dollars a month? It was twenty. It was I think after tax, it came to about twenty five bucks. Okay, so twenty five bucks a month, they send you a box full of items that they've curated. That's a fancy word for it, picked out for you. Randomly selected. Um, and shoved in a box and shipped to you. That can't cost them more than. Maybe ten bucks. So let's say out of all those bucks, boxes, all those subscriptions are making fifteen dollars a box for each one, every month. Now they want to charge you around. You said sixty four dollars. Let's see. Um, yeah. So total for the total basically from for the original box was mm-hmm. twenty five a month. The total now is sixty five a month. But okay. they say it guarantees a hundred dollars of value. Well, hundred dollars plus of value every. Here's the thing. Every box subscription says that. My box subscription says that. Threadbee says that. Mm -hmm. And in some cases, they do deliver on that promise because some of the shit they send me is ridiculously expensive retail-wise. But You also have to pay for those things separately. You you get the box for whatever price. The box you get for whatever price. But yes, I would have to pay for these items separately and they'd all cost me well over, you know, maybe a hundred bucks an outfit. Mm -hmm. But for Geek Fuel, the things that they ship you... They can say you're over $100, but they're basically on the retail value, not the wholesale value that you know they are buying it at. So I can tell you the last <laughs> things the last box came with, the pin, mm-hmm. the $20 game, and it was one of the ones that says 20 I think I double-checked it, and it is actually a $20 game, mm-hmm. um, a t-shirt, and I think it was a keychain, a really low-quality keychain <laughs> for Ready Player One. Yeah. Um, with a chance to win an HTC Vive, mm. obviously didn't win, but still had yes. a chance. But this is here's the thing: this is stuff they all got again wholesale value. They didn't buy this at the retail value that you would pay for it. Yeah. They bought it at a wholesale. We're buying this in bulk from you. Give us a discount value, and then they package that up and ship it to you. So that's how they justify the you get over a hundred dollars of value in this crate. Is if you look up the retail value, you'll yeah. spend that much. But if you know how to shop wholesale then you won't have that problem. The thing is, you also end up with 50 of the item that you really want. Although, i got to be honest, I would 100% buy 50 of the same shirt. Yes. For, I, wa- I have always wanted a yes. Doug, Cla- Doug Funny So, closet. for Threadbeast, this is a parallel to the kind of geek fuel thing, though, is for Threadbeast, this month they send everybody a pair of sunglasses that are called spectacles. And they're called spectacles because they're sunglasses that have a tiny Bluetooth camera embedded in them. Hold up. <laughs> Did you really get Snapchat glasses? I got Snapchat glasses. 
I didn't choose them. That's just what they sent everybody this Did month. you buy them? No. They're, okay. They were in the box. You sent them back, right? I didn't send them back yet. Wait, is this I'm not one to... of those boxes where it's like they curate clothes and it's like, hey, do you like these? And you pick which ones you want to keep? No, that's incredibly more expensive. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> there is one, one like of that and it's called Trendy Butler. Well, there's Trendy Butler, there's Stitch Fix, there's a whole bunch of different yeah. ones that do the that. The thing about Trendy Butler is I looked into Trendy Butler when I had first started considering doing this and... The issue with Trendy Butlers is spending a minimum of $120 a month for them to send me like two pieces of clothing. Don't do Trendy so. Butler. Check out, um, <laughs> check out, uh, what did I call it? Stitch Fix. Yes. But Spectacles, I mean, they come in a case and they've got like a charger inside the case and, you know, they're Bluetooth connected to your phone and all that stuff. They are Snapchat glasses. For me, it's like freaking spy glasses, basically. <laughs> um, no, I'm going to send them back. They're the very style... obviously have... The style they sent me makes it look like I'm wearing fucking wing eyeliner. <laughs> so, are you not? No, I'm not. Did anyway, they send you but female glasses. It's a parallel to the geek fuel thing, saying, "Hey, we're giving you this extra value." And the difference is, I'm not spending more money where you are. So, for me, I don't know. I I'm right there with you, honestly. In the geek fuel thing is like fuck any company that changes their structure like that, especially since you said when you originally talked to it. That's what I was trying to think of, is nobody asked for it. Yeah, the <laughs> fact that it's one of those things where they came out and said, we've been listening to your feedback, we, we know you want this, you go through any of their social media, anything that is being directed towards them or conversation with them is, why? Why are you doing this? Nobody asked for this. Nobody wanted this. We enjoyed getting the monthly subscription, whatever. And my thing is, if you're going to do this, and in other, other companies have done this, do it separately. Mm-hmm. Have the quarterly option and the monthly option. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, even companies like Geek, or uh, Loot Crate and Nerd Block, I keep mm-hmm. forgetting their name because it's weirdly awkward to say, um, <laughs> offer both versions of that. You can do the, the monthly, you can do special subscriptions to a quarterly crate, which is the one I got. I got one of the quarterly crates for Fallout mm-hmm. because it, it, it they announced themes. And I'm like, oh, I want a Nick... I want a Nick Valentine theme, right? Why not? Mm-hmm. Why would I not want that? Best character in the entire series. Yeah. <laughs> at me. Don't at me. <laughs> what is it? It's don't at me, right? Don't at me. Yeah. So yeah, uh, we're a little annoyed today, but it's okay. We get all of our frustrations out for next week. If I die in the next five days, I'll be so fucking pissed. I'll be pissed because I'll lose one of my best friends. I've <laughs> been waiting 20 years for this shit. You've been waiting 10 years for this 15. shit. 15. Dibs on the Ten Xbox. years for this shit. <laughs> fifteen. How is it fifteen years? Quick math. <laughs> Quake math. Fast math. Quick math. <laughs> when did Iron Man one come out? Fifteen years ago. Did not come out fifteen years ago. Fifteen ish. All right, here we go. Iron Man. When did Iron Man come out? Guess when Iron Man came out. Two thousand three. Two thousand eight. Fifteen years ago. <laughs> Ten. <laughs> God fucking damn it. It's been 10 years. It's been 10 years. We've been waiting a decade. We've been waiting Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> 15 years When ago. was Infinity War actually announced as an official movie project? That's how long we've been waiting for. No. The moment they said Avengers, we're like, it's going Infinity War. They showed Thanos off in the first Avengers, and they teased us yeah. for another six years. So let's see. Kingdom Hearts 2... Let's see, they teased us, and so now we get to blow our loads all over their faces. Kingdom Hearts 2 released in Whoa. 2005. <laughs> That's a strong Oh, metaphor. man. We are getting... The, the, we waited long, less for, for Infinity War than we have for Kingdom Hearts 3. 
Kingdom Hearts 3 came out in 2005. When did Kingdom Hearts 2... I'm sorry, Kingdom Hearts 2 came out in in 2005. Okay. Now, I will say, the release date is December 22nd, 2005. Could that be a, 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 you know, a possible launch date for the next one? I mean, I'm excited for Kingdom Hearts 3, too, as a whimsical, fun game to play, as a game that looks beautiful and amazing and has all this great appeal to it, but... The reason that I normally wait for a sequel is because I want a continuation of a story, and you would have to lobotomize me with a spork before I understood Kingdom Hearts story. Do you understand the Metal Gear Solid storyline? Absolutely not. Speaking of, Metal Gear Solid <laughs> Phantom Pain will be games of gold. Next there year. are big yep, robots that care. launch nuclear missiles, and it is your job to stop them from doing that. But there's so much you makes sense. cock it up in the, <laughs> the biggest you, way every time. How do you time. not understand? Cock the only, up parade. Yes, the only thing that got fucked up was cock up parade. Taco parade. Cock up parade. Uh, the only thing that doesn't make sense is the last game because it wasn't been a, it, they didn't get to finish it because Konami's a dick. Yeah. Fuck and you, I, Konami. I say I called Konami as an entity, a single entity. Yeah, stick to your washing machines and your Yu-Gi-Oh cards. In in your pachinko machines. That's yeah. Konami doesn't make washing, washing machines. machines. That's what I meant. You meant pachinko machines instead yeah, of washing like, machines? Konami makes pachinko machines. You don't gamble on a washing machine. Yeah, you do. Did my colors You know what the worst thing about Konami <laughs> is? Is they make pachinko machines based on their long-running game franchises. Yeah. They won't put any money into actually making the better games or better sequels no, to those games. just the themed just gambling pachinko, machines. themed well, pachinko they, machines. They rebuilt parts of the original Metal Gear Solid in the newest Fox engine. For their pachinko machines. God. I have to tell you, if you're a person who suffers from some kind of mental disorder... <laughs> I was disorders, trying to end do, this podcast, by the way. Don't. Because I've played pachinko machines at Otakon before. Pachinko machines, if you think I rage hard at just normal video games, imagine me combined with a gambling machine. This is this was a terrible idea. Whoever invented pachinko machines should be somewhere in like the ninth circle of hell by now. Let's wrap it up. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Space Time Talk Out. In a carpet. Nice venue. Baba Beezy Baba. What? He is butchering that entire song, but okay. As always, if you like what we do, you can check us out on all the social medias. Just search Space Time Taco. Rate this podcast, subscribe on Twitch, and support us on Patreon, where you can watch us live every, most likely, Saturday at 6 p.m. Every Saturday ish. Saturday ish. <laughs> At 6 p.m. ish. Uh, I can't wait till you both live together so you can be late together. Uh, <laughs> go inside and play video games. Later.